Welcome to the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast, hosted by me, Carolina Sopran. I'm a holistic health and nutrition coach, a Pilates instructor with a background in science, and a master's in medical radiations. I'm your stress buster chick, chatting all things stress, helping you, the modern woman, create more balance, calmness, and health in life. I used to be just like you, running on adrenaline, stressed 24-7, and a professional perfectionist in all aspects of life. Over the last couple of months, I have wanted to create a platform for stressed, stuck, and professional women just like you, empowering and nurturing you to live your most balanced life. I have learned and come up with some amazing tools to help bring more zen into your everyday life. Enjoy. Hello, darlings, and welcome to episode 21 of the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast. I'm so excited to have the beautiful Laura from Happy Lives in New Zealand on the show today. She's a coach and a mum of two beautiful kids. She is passionate about helping women with self-care and body confidence and is super passionate about creating a beautiful space for women to share, learn and connect with one another. In this episode, we talk all things transitioning from working to running your own business, how to juggle business and babies, and the importance of self-care and body body positivity when you become a mum. I'm so excited to have her on the show. I hope you enjoy the episode. This is an episode that was created for my sister-in-law, Alison. She requested that I have a mum on the show and I'm so excited to share Laura with you guys. Have a beautiful week. I will speak to you soon. Hello, Laura, and welcome to the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast. It's so lovely to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. So I've been starting the podcast, particularly with the guests at the moment, by asking them what you have learned by being in self-isolation in New Zealand for you. Yeah, um, what a crazy time. (laughs) Um, the I, th- I think the main thing that I've taken away from this is just how much I enjoy just being at home and not having any pressure to go anywhere um, or do anything or, um, you know, there's no appointments, there's no meetings, I have to like get ready and just being at home and, and how much life has slowed down because of that and just so appreciating um yeah, just the less stress and the less pressure and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think we have the positive out of all this is that we have been given the gift of time and, you know, time is so important and we'll probably never get this opportunity again. Yeah, I really hope that um, I can keep some of these lessons though and take them into, into like what will be not normal, but back to life um I hope I remember that this is how good it feels to just stop and be at home totally and it's funny you say that because I literally had the same discussion with my best friend it's like what are the things we can keep that have come out of this so that we can literally just implement them when life gets back to normal so so many things so many things 
So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, tell us a little bit about your business, what inspired you to start your business. Yeah. Um, so I, um, I don't really know what to call myself. Life coach, health coach, wellness coach, body image coach. I really just like the vessel of coaching. Um, and I just have a passion for, um, yeah, just supporting women really around um, finding happiness. Um, it started for me um, when I became a mum. I was an early childhood teacher before before this, and um, I had a daughter, and um, I was at home, and then my husband and I decided to get married when she was eight months old and I was doing the, what seems so normal or seemed so normal. Um, my body's not good enough. It's not skinny enough. I'm not fit enough. I'm not healthy enough. I'm not all these. And I was dieting and exercising and doing all these things that I wasn't enjoying and was struggling with. And I was, um, playing with Alila one day and, um, she was quite, a chunky baby until she started eating solids because she's actually a celiac. But, um, and I was like, she's just perfect. And I never want her to feel how I feel about my body, about her body. And that was kind of like a light bulb moment for me when I realized, um, how my role as a parent is to role model how I want her to live her life, how to show her how to live her life. So yeah, just pretty much from then on, I just consumed everything I could around um, being healthy and being happy and being um, accepting of your body and doing things for um, internal validation, really, instead of like image-focused stuff or stuff for other people. It was more focused around what's good for me and how I want my family to be raised. Yeah. That's beautiful because I think so many of us mirror our parents and yes. regardless of what it is, we pick things up so much. Like perfect example of that was my beautiful mum who I absolutely adore, but I always remember her being really, really stressed. And then I felt like I took that on during my early 20s and I was always really, really stressed. And it took me a little while to not be that way because we do just really mirror our parents and we pick up so many things that they're doing. Yeah, 100%. We are um, our children's superheroes when they are little. They don't know any different. Everything that we do, they take it on as their values and their beliefs and their um, inner dialogue and all of that stuff so yeah absolutely agree beautiful and so how did you find the transition from being a working woman to I guess transitioning to being at home with the kids was that really difficult for you how did you find that yeah um so in the beginning it was you know I had a new baby I was just so obsessed and so busy <laughs> obsessing over this little baby and keeping it alive and you know all the stuff that comes with um a new mum and um I suffered from um well prenatal and postnatal depression and and all of those things so um I wasn't it wasn't um so much struggling with going from working to staying at home in the early stages it was just kind of survival <laughs> yeah. and then later on I did find it really hard because 
not only did I um, decide to have a child and be a stay-at-home mum, I'd also decided that I wasn't going to go back to teaching. So it it was really kind of up in the air and, and like, who am I and how do I contribute to this family now and what's my role and my identity was a teacher and, and now it's like all changed. And um, so, yeah, that, that was, that was kind of difficult. Um, but yeah, I think that's life. And I think a lot, a lot of us go through that and that's part of our journey. And now that's part of what I like to support other people, other women through, because um, if I had someone like myself back then, I think I would have, it would have been easier or um, I could have progressed through those hard stages with a bit more support and a little bit more easily. And isn't it amazing how whatever happens to us somehow leads us on such a beautiful path? I think that's so exciting about life that something can happen to you and your life can be just completely different doing something else and then literally have this one thing just stop you and you're like, yep, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to live my life. And I think it's one of the most amazing gifts of life. Yeah. And sometimes it's a difficult thing. Like I, I was, I was totally one of those people that came out of school and went straight to uni and thought, this is what I'm going to do. Cause this is what my mum did and my grandma did and my aunties did. And, and I'm good with kids and I should just go and be a teacher. Cause you know, I really enjoy that. But, um, and I did, and, um, it was a big part of my life, but I think having, um, a child and, and dramatically changing life that way and health issues that come, that came from that and from other things do make you reevaluate things so much. And um, I don't know if it's midlife as well. <laughs> midlife crisis <laughs> is like, what am I doing with my life? Like I need to do something I love. I'm almost halfway in the hole, you know, like. Yeah, I love it. I actually, I have to be honest. And every time I say this to people, they laugh. I, I swear I had my first midlife crisis at 25. <laughs> <laughs> They happen early. You don't necessarily need to wait till you're 50. Sometimes it just happens really early for you. Yeah, (laughs) that's good though. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's amazing. Um, So I know that you run a lot of self-care circles in New Zealand for women. What do you think is the link between self-care, stress and balance from your perspective? Yeah, um, so that word self-care, I think... Um, is, is I know it's a real buzzword at the moment um, and I think everyone defines it differently but so for me self-care is just taking care of yourself it's it's not um, like this luxurious thing that we spend all this money on and um, you know is yeah is a luxury item it's not it's it's just simply taking care of yourself um, so yeah, I think it's crucial in um, managing our stress, and I think stress is a massive. I'm so grateful that you have chosen to work around stress because it is such a huge um, contributor to our lifestyle and our health and everything that we do. Um, just with the, the lifestyles that we have at the moment, um, yeah. So for me self-care is just about stopping and making time to recognize what it, what care routine or care ritual care that you need in that moment and if you're stressed then 
um, or if your life is out of balance, self-care is all about just stopping and going, okay, so why am I stressed and what do I need in this moment? Totally. And I think with stress, and this is just speaking from experience, that is the one thing we never really deal with. We just sort of keep going. We think it's a big part of life and we just go, go, go till something really stops us in our tracks, whether it's an issue, um, whether something's happened as a result of being stressed. So, um, yeah, I totally agree. I think stress has a big part to play in that. Um, My next lot of questions are... I guess, questions and um, information that you would give to women that are not yet mums but are thinking about becoming mums. Um, So what do you think was your biggest worry when you were becoming a mum and what did you implement to decrease that worry and stress about becoming a mum? So I find that that question quite difficult to answer. Um, to start with and um, I think it's because when I was at the stage of life where I was in a stable relationship I had been working with children and I was in in the infant center of early childhood Um, and I all I wanted to be was a mum and so I don't think apart from you know the reality of (laughs) pushing a baby out of your body and um, <laughs> all the horrible things that people warn you about, about um, becoming a mum. I didn't really have any concerns apart from those things, but um, then reality kind of hits and you have this baby and your world gets turned upside down and um, you have hormone imbalance, you have postnatal depression and you have all these things. And I guess I was just really lucky that I, I had a baby at the time in my life where I was really secure. We were financially stable. I had so much family support around me um, that I could manage that. And I guess that's how I decreased the stress, stress and worry. It didn't, it didn't make it disappear, but like I was just really blessed that I had that support um, at at that time. Yeah. Totally. I think that, like I always look at people that don't have that support and I still don't know how they manage everything Um, because to me in particular, like I don't have kids yet, but there is a big part of me that is really, really scared and I'm sure that's normal, but, you know, I worry about losing independence because I am just really quite reliant on my abilities and I've always been super independent, so I'm sure every mum's experiences some sort of worry coming into motherhood. Yeah, and I don't think, um, you're so right, like, we all talk about all that stuff, like, all that really hard stuff about becoming a mum, and sometimes I think we focus too much on that, and it beca- and it can become so overwhelming and paralysing that people, um, you know, they, they go into this... M- time of motherhood already feeling like that and um although yes those are the realities but also having a child is the most amazing and beautiful thing you could ever do and um it just brings out they teach you so much and uh there's just yeah there's so many positives as well and I think often we get 
overwhelmed and and especially people who don't have children get overwhelmed by all the negativity and the change and the hard and the and the, you know but and and also the hard things are what what make you stronger and they what make you a an awesome parent and you know yeah yeah and i i think you're right like i've had well so many of my girlfriends have kids and you have some people that yes complain about how hard motherhood is but I have um, a gorgeous girlfriend in one of my friendship groups and she's just been so honest and positive about motherhood and she's like yes there are days where it's going to be really tough but it is just so rewarding when you hold that baby when you see your baby with your partner it is just the most amazing thing and I think sometimes we need a little bit more positivity around having kids because it's really easy to get stuck in being negative about not having enough sleep and all the other things that go with it yeah absolutely and like it, it, it is, and I'm still blown away when I think back to how it was when they were newborn, how you just survive. You just do. And your body, well, as women, we're made to reproduce. That's what we're made to do. So, um, you know, there's stuff in our bodies that is there to help us get through that stuff. Um, as long as we're taking care of ourselves, then we are more than capable of doing it. And did you feel, how did you feel, I know you touched a little bit, about this earlier but how did you feel in your body when you had kids was it a big issue for you or do you feel like you got through it okay um yeah so I I guess I've always had kind of body image um kind of issues in in life and stuff so when I had a child my body shape completely changed um so yeah that was that was a struggle and I think um that that kind of work working on my body image and changing how I thought about that was a catalyst for all the all the other changes for me so you know you I also went in probably um with slight adrenal fatigue um and I had um depression like I talked about um and that's all body as well and it is it is draining and that's why I think self-care is so, so important and looking after ourselves and making sure that we are fueling our bodies and taking care of them so that when things like this happen or, um, you know, like real, real, real life stress that you cannot actually, um, you know, like divert or anything like that, your body can um, get through it. Totally. And how did you find the transition from it just being you and your husband to having a baby? How did you find that? Yeah, I think that is that is one of the, the, the challenges that people will go through. Um, I quite liked it because it meant, well, we were on a farm, so we were quite lucky, but it meant that I could just put the baby in the front pack and I got to spend a lot more time with my husband with the baby. so so that was really nice um that was really nice for us but yeah and it, it for me it it um it deepened the relationship and and just and for him as well I guess because see him seeing you go through such tremendous change and um through birth I mean like yeah men coming out of birth like I can't believe you just did that you know like so much respect 
because that's like huge and so they have this newfound respect for you as well and all that you are doing for their little you know half of them um keeping that alive and I mean realistically there isn't a lot they can do in the beginning just being there to support you but um so yeah I I quite enjoyed the enjoyed that kind of getting to know each other in different roles yeah yeah because I think that connection is so important and so sorry Laura someone just started drilling some things in the backyard this is the beauty of recording a podcast (laughs) um but I think yeah maintaining that connection with your partner because life already is so busy um Mm -hmm. And then I guess you throw a baby into it and just keeping that communication is must be yeah. so important. And I've always been big on communication. That's how I live my life. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's super important. So how did your kids then influence what you do for work and how do you, well, any tips for mums on how to juggle running your own business and juggling kids at the same time? Yeah. Um, my kids are why I do what I do. Um, like I said at the beginning, Alila was the catalyst for the change and I didn't know, I didn't have a plan to to come into this work and like I didn't have a baby and right, decide, right, I'm going to be um, a health coach now. It, it just kind of happened from her and what she was teaching me. And um, so they they are the reason I am doing this and – I am doing it from home and stuff like that. So I can work around them and I can be there from, for them. They are my priority. Um, and they are, yeah, they are my purpose really. Um, and in terms of juggling work and children, I, I think the biggest thing for me, I mean, it's, it's hard and there's so many pressure, so much pressure and expectation out there that you do it all and be it all and everything like that. But um, you have to be realistic in what is right for you. Um, Don't have too many expectations on what will happen because children tend to throw curveballs all the time. (laughs) Flexibility (laughs) is key. (laughs) I'm sure they do. I can just imagine how that happens. (laughs) I was was (laughs) earlier and, I was talking on the phone to a friend and my daughter came in and she was like, mum, mum, Kyan's got the fire started. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> I don't even have a conversation light a fire. Anyway, um, yeah, so, so that's my thing. It's just put yourself first. And I, I, like I say, my, my kids are my purpose, but they are the purpose that I look after myself so that they know how to look after themselves. Um, yeah. Oh, I love that. And I think that's so important because so many women lose that part of themselves when they have kids. And I actually remember having a conversation. This was years ago. Um, This gorgeous family, they had two daughters and I said to her, I'm like, oh, I just don't know how you do it all. Like you're just amazing and how you still have time for your husband and the kids. And she said, Um, to me she's like well I came first then came my husband and then came the kids and she's like everything is relative all those people within that group need attention including myself and I'm like wow that's amazing and what a nice way to put it yeah and also I think like in 
in our lifestyles today and you know with social media and stuff we see all of this picture perfect life that people have and we think um we think we know what's going on in other people's lives by what they show us but the reality is i i just think that no one actually has their shit together and we're all just trying to get through you know like we're all just trying to work it out <laughs> oh I love that and I so agree with that I like you look at people all the time and you're like oh they have it all together no one yeah. does I always say no one's perfect I'm not perfect yeah. the person next to me isn't perfect no one is so um, yeah. I mean we try we try to be as perfect as we can be but it doesn't always work <laughs> yeah reality is reality and there's no such thing as perfection yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. And so where yeah. can people find you? Um, where is the best place to see what you're up to? Um, so I, at Happy Lives on Facebook and Insta, um, I do quite a bit on Insta stories. On, it actually goes on to Facebook too, but I've been doing, um, yeah, a few videos and stuff on Facebook. And then within my Facebook, there is a, um, a group I have called the goddess group and that's just females only and that's just where we go and we share stuff um, that's female only information or yeah, um, yeah and and that's I'd, I'd like to have community like connecting with other women is a really important part of my self-care and I think for other people connection is key so um, yeah that's kind of where where I hang out most of the time beautiful so thank you so much for being on the podcast this was a request from my sister-in-law she's like you have to have a mum on the podcast and I'm like yep I will eventually and then I was like oh my goodness I've known you forever Laura we connected via Instagram why not interview you you're like the poster girl for you know self-image just being really oh, calm about everything that you do and just really smashing goals in life <laughs> as I oh, like to thanks. say. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. No, oh, I appreciate you. Thank you. And remember everyone, life is for living, not for stressing. You are too blessed to be stressed. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have loved and enjoyed today's podcast, then please share it with your friends and family. If you have any comments or would like to reach out, you can find me on Instagram at Knowing Her Wellness. See you soon for the next episode of Too Blessed to Be Stressed.